0: Theater 1030 presents, from Vancouver, Dr. McGregor and the Case of the Curious Bone, a play by Betty Lambert. Oh, I knew it. One night out of ten, you're home on time. And it has to be tonight. You said supper at six, Mrs. No, Graveman. No, use you're getting grumpy with me, Dr. McGregor. will not do any good to your juices. Nine out of ten grumpy people don't digest their food properly. Is that so? There's in the magazine, Hmm. Anyway, I was on an errand of mercy. That's why I'm late. Oh, poor Miss Schofield. Yes, yeah, she's, uh, she's getting worse, I'm afraid. Oh, not Esther Schofield. <laughs> no? she's got nurses running after her day and night. Yes, and she makes them run, too, if I have an eye on my head. No, it's poor Miss Jenny I was thinking of. All alone in that big old house. Mister, I've never been inside that house. Well, it's too big a place for two old ladies to handle. The whole west wing's closed up. Everything's in a dreadful state with Miss Esther. The cupboards are a disgrace. And you looked in all the cupboards, of course. But I had to find a tin towel, now, didn't I? Yes. I had to dry a week' dishes. It's <laughs> a uh, strange business. Who's wonder what happened to make them so distrustful of people? That, Dory. Huh? My old aunt. She was a girl at the time. She told me about it. Oh, Yes. Tragically. Mom. That's all. If some people think other people are nosy parkers, oh. just because they have to look in the cupboard for a tea towel, then some people shouldn't be nosy parkers themselves. Yes, well, it's so long ago. I'm sure it's no consequence. Mm. They sent up the house right after it happened, fifty years ago. Sent off the servants without a day's notice. Cut off all the friends. Well, oh, they lived like hermits. Mm, Miss Jenny's not too well. I suppose I really hope to drop by sometime. She's just getting on, you know. I I don't think she needs a doctor. nothing to see anyway. It's just a big old house. Mrs. Graydon, I am not interested in the Schofield house as such or in the local gossip. I work as Miss Esther Schofield's physician. I I suppose I could be considered the family doctor. Oh, yes. You haven't a curious bone in your body. Of course, the, uh, the Schofields are always odd. Oh, Mr. Scofield, now, he wouldn't even trust the bank. He built a special room to keep his money in. Hmm? And those high walls What well, that was his doing. The sun never gets inside that house. It smells quite musty. I take it they were left waiting at the altar or something. Well, no one ever really knew which one he jilted, but as you say, it's, it's an old story. No one would be interested now. <laughs> but you know, it's really my duty to check up on Miss Jenny, huh? Make sure she's eating properly. Oh, yes. Doctors can go anywhere. That's just uh, professional interest. But anyone else... I never said you were a nosy Parker, Mrs. Gray. If you're going, I'm going too. (sighs) Perhaps you'd better. I'd probably never get inside by myself. She doesn't answer at first. You just have to keep right on. Uh, Miss Jennings? Miss Jennings, I know you're in there. She's got so deaf, you know, she can't hear a thing now. Miss mm. Jennings? It's Mrs. Grayson. You remember me? I was here this afternoon. Yes, it's a lonely place. No houses for miles, not even a proper road. Those trees and the wall must keep the house in constant shadow. We've just come to see how you are, Miss Jenny. I'll fix the dog on you. Now, Miss Jenny, you know there isn't a dog anymore. This is Dr. McGregor. It's not me who needs a doctor. It's Esther who's sick. You're the doctor who's taking care of Esther? Yes, I am. Going to die? Doing all that is humanly possible, Miss Jenny. Look at now. She's not so bad once you get inside. I know what you said. We'll only stay a minute, Miss Jenny. Tell that woman to stop shouting. Training like a horse. So, you're Esther's doctor. I hear they cough up blood when they've got what she's got. That true? Miss Esther was resting satisfactory this afternoon. Never could stand the sight of blood, Esther. Always squeamish. Miss Esther's in good hands with Dr. McGregor. There she goes again. I, I don't think there's, there's any need, Mrs. McGregor. <laughs> Things I don't know, people always shouting. I thought I might check you over, Miss Jenny. If you don't mind, perhaps I could listen to your heart. Nothing wrong with my heart. Yes, Esther always thought I'd be the first to go. Huh. Now, uh, breathe deeply, please. Good. Once again. Thank you. Well, I know what goes on. I saw you coming up the walk. I was here all the time. Just training like a horse. Who is that woman? Mrs. Graydon is my housekeeper. Don't mind me. I won't say a word. Well, your heart seems very good. Any stomach trouble? Eat what I like. Found it a dollar. Ah. I'll live to be a (laughs) hundred. I'll outlive her anyway. He thought she'd dance on my grave. Uh, Now, they are. What for? I I want to take a look at your throat. Ah. Hmm. Yes, yes. Everything seems fine. No, I'll just take your blood pressure if you'd like to roll up your sleeve. Always jealous of me, you know. Plain as a tourney, Pastor. Huh? Uh, Miss Jenny, do you mind rolling up your sleeve? That's enough, young man. There's nothing wrong with me. Do you well, Miss Jenny? You think I don't know what you came for? Nice bit of gossip. That's all you were here for. You'd like to know, wouldn't you? Well, I'll tell you this much. It wasn't her he wanted. I was the beauty. Look at these bones. You can still see it, can't you? I'm sure you were an extremely handsome woman, Miss Jenny. Now, if I could just wash my hands. Oh, it's up the stairs. I'll be right back. Where's he off to? The doctor just wants to wash his hands, Miss Jenny. He'll be right down. He was a bit like that, Dr. Chip. Who? Your young man. Ah, you'd like to know, wouldn't you? Never you mind. Yes, younger, of course. But there was something quiet. He was too quiet. That's what he couldn't stand about, Esther. Always talked your ear off, Esther. I used to watch him looking polite and Esther's mouth going a mile a minute. I just used to turn away. (laughs) That made her boil. What's he doing up there? She was plain as a horse and not the front end either. <laughs> no. No. I was the one. I know things just as well as you or anybody. I'm sure you do, Miss Jenny. He's taking his time about it. Maybe he's got luck. Go up and get him. Go up. Oh, great, Miss Jenny. There's no need to push. Could have washed his hand in the sink. Bunch of gossipy old snoops poking and prying. Dr. McGregor? Dr. McGregor? Dr. McGregor? It's just me. Oh. I must have taken a long time. Oh, I should have warned you. That, that That's the part of the house that's shut up. Oh. The whole west wing. That's where old Mr. Schofield used to have his rooms. Well, I seem to be in a hall. But, but I tried the first switch I found, and no light came on, so I realized I'd taken the wrong turn. Here, here, just a minute while we're up here. Hold the door open a minute. Hmm? Yes, you, you can see down the hall in the light from the top of the stairs. Look at that dust. Oh. A wing can't be shut off, though. Oh, yes, it is. It's for years and years. But someone uses that room at the end. Look,
1: well, you can see footprints in the dust. They mind, they up to the
0: light switch, but the others go right up to that room at the end of the hall, the one with the iron door. That must have been his room. The father, you know, where he kept all his money. Um, We'd better go down now, Doctor, or she'll have a fit. Yeah. Hmm. I, uh, I wonder how recent they were, uh, the, the footprints. Hard to turn in that light. Huh. Well, you took your own sweet time about it. I'm sorry, Virginia. <laughs> I took a wrong turn and ended up in the West Wing. West Wing's all closed off now. (laughs) Yes, I realized as much when I clicked the light switch and no light came on. Light and heat shut off. Nobody uses that wing anymore. Nobody? We don't like people snooping around, trying to find out things. Yes. Well, I'm afraid we'll have to be going, Miss Jenny. I'll keep you informed about your sister. She always thought I'd go first. Oh, I'm sure you'll live to a ripe old age, Miss Jenny. Life old age, eh? Tell <laughs> that <left> to Esther. <sighs> well. Odd. Odd? That's putting it mildly. Crackers, if you have any... No, I mean, she said no one ever used that west wing, didn't she? Wait a minute. What? Look up there, oh, Mrs. Bred. Where? That light, uh, up there on the second floor. Well, that's queer. That's in the west wing. Yeah coming from that room at the end of the hall. I flicked the switch in the hall just once. Must have been the switch for the room. Yes, I flicked it only once, so, so the light is obviously still on. But Miss, Miss Jenny said all the lights were off in the west wing. Yes, she did, didn't she? <laughs> Mr. Schofield must be an extremely cautious man. Why? See, the bars on the window. Well, so there are. Someone's broken the glass behind them, too. Oh, kids, probably. You know, shutting up a place like this just makes kids worse. That's why they used to keep the gate locked. <coughs> hmm. Trespassers will be prosecuted. <sighs> <sighs> From out here, you can't see that window at all. No. The walls are too high. Mrs. Hmm. Graydon, uh, hmm? what exactly was this this trouble you referred to? Uh, some man, I think you said. Well, he uh, came here on business. After all, Mr. Schofield died. Schofield had a mine up at the island, didn't he? Yes. And after, this this young fellow came along to help the Schofield girls settle up business matters. Mm -hmm. He stayed here at the house. That was when they had servants. How long was it, then? Of course, it was before my time. I I don't know personally. Mm -hmm. But my old aunt says it was long enough to start people talking. Mm -hmm. You know how people gossip. You could see the Schofield girls were mad for him, all right. Mm -hmm. Well, they weren't exactly girls anymore, but... And no one could tell which one it was he liked. Oh, he was courting one of them. Used to buy flowers down at Green's Market on 3rd there and oh, yeah. Take them up to the house. But one Sunday, he'd take Miss Jenny to church. Next Sunday, it would be Miss Esther. So I guess he was really just uh, playing both ends against the middle. <laughs> well, it must have been that because because of what happened. Hmm? One day, he, uh, he disappeared. And they shut up the house. That's for you. What was that, now? What was it now? A um, fox in a foxhole, something like that. <laughs> you know, it, it's really a curse to have a... What did you call it? A, a curious bone. Hmm? Uh, you find yourself making up stories about people covering reality, which is often quite dull, with a rainbow of imagination. For instance, 50 years ago, when I was still young enough to hope, but old enough to be afraid... Schofield sisters welcomed into their home a young man. He was a bachelor, he was presentable, and they both fell in love with him. And he fell in love, too, with one of the sisters. There was Esther, who was practical, and Jenny, who was lovely. But men don't always fall in love with women who are lovely. A young man disappears one day. Two women grow old in a house in which the sun never shines. Servants are sent away. Neighbors made unwelcome. Perhaps the young man didn't go away at all. Yes, if I was to give my imagination free reign, I would say that the young man never left this Gofield house. Oh, I suppose they've got him locked up in that room. Oh, no, the other upstairs room windows are broken. But you couldn't keep someone living in a room for 15 years. No. Not living. Really, Dr. McGregor? Well... Let's say he an honorable young man. He decided to speak to the lady of his choice. But first, being an honorable young man, he informed the other sister of his intentions. Perhaps she loved him very much. Perhaps she felt she was the logical choice. You now, that's no fury, Mrs. Graydon. And so she asked him to go up to her father's room, say, to look over some papers, and there, when his back was turned... <laughs> yes, Good thing imagination doesn't influence reality. But, but how could she do it? She was, she was only a woman after all. A, a man did it so much. Oh, no, this is great. And it's just a story. Of course, it isn't the problem. How could she do it? And how could she do it without anyone knowing? Well, the servants were sent away, remember? Without any notice. Perhaps the other sister found out and never said anything for fear of the scandal. Now, here it would just an exercise in fancy. So... Jenny did take a long time coming to the door. And then there were the footprints in the dust? Mrs. Graydon, your curious bone appears to be quite as macabre as my own. <laughs> There's probably a very reasonable explanation. But she did say, I saw you coming up the walk. That window overlooks the front walk, doesn't it? Oh, goodness, I... I've got shivers up my spine. Yes. I've one or two myself. nothing serious, is it? I hate it when telegrams come. Mm. I I hope nothing's the matter. What? what? Oh, no, no, nothing's the matter. Well, his name was James Marshall Fox, and he never arrived back at the mine. You mean, you wrote and asked the Schofield Mine about all that? James Marshall Fox, employed March 1908, December 1911, Mm -hmm. left employee of Schofield Mine without explanation. He was sent here to get some business matters settled with the Schofield sisters. She completed his mission and then failed to report back at the mine. The manager wrote to the Scofield sisters, but they never answered his letter. He Had no family and no one bothered to make any further inquiries. But do you think it, it's really true? Do you think she killed him? Oh, oh, Miss Jenny. Why, Miss Jenny? Well, she... well, could have been Esther too. Jenny must have been sick years ago. She said Esther expected her to die first. Esther could have killed it more easily, being stronger. But, uh, Miss Esther was squeezed. Miss Jenny said so herself. Couldn't stand the sight of blood. Well, I can't see how Miss Jenny could have shut off the West Wing without Miss Esther knowing why. After all, Miss Esther always managed the house. Oh, But we mustn't judge Miss Jenny like this. We can't be sure she was the one who did it. No, uh, and, and she did say she was the one he really loved. Yes, but uh, when a lady protests too much... Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Yes, this is McGregor. Where? Oh, I see. Yes, it can happen like that. It's a blessing it was over so quickly, I suppose. Thank you, nurse. I'll be right down. That was the hospital. Miss Esther Schofield passed away five minutes ago. I saw you coming. Where's that woman? Uh, Mrs. Gray isn't with me tonight, Miss Jenny. Good, you can come in. I don't mind you, young man. Uh, Miss Jenny, did you know the the light is still on upstairs? I I noticed it as I came up the walk. What light? The one in your father's room in the west wing. All the lights in the west wing are off. I see. Uh, Miss Jenny, I'm afraid I have some bad news for you. Now, sit down where I can see you. Yes. Thank you, Miss Jenny. Now, tell me. How is Esther? Miss Jenny, I said I'm afraid I have some bad news for you. So, she's dead, is she? It was very sudden. She didn't suffer. She didn't suffer? Are you sure? It was an easy passing. You don't fool me. Everybody suffers when they die. Did she know she was dying? Just for a moment, I think. The nurse said she asked for you. For me? Esther asked for me? She seemed to think you were ill. The nurse said she kept asking, where's Jenny? And then she said you were ill. She seemed to think you were in bed with cluricy. Oh, Esther's dead. Mm. Don't go for a minute, young man. You've got nice eyes. He has nice eyes, too. You loved him very much, didn't you, Miss Jenny? He loved me, too, no matter what Esther said. But Esther said he loved her. Was that it? You listen to me. He never took to Esther. I know the flowers were for me. But I was in bed when they came and she took the note off. That was when I had pleurisy. There's nothing wrong with me now. No woman can tell. Esther thought I was dumb. (laughs) If that made any difference... He never cared for her. I was the beauty. Uh, After Mr. Fox went away, you closed up the West Wing, didn't you? And sent the servants away? I've got the flowers here. In that drawer. They were roses. You can't tell now what they were. I hid them from her. But you couldn't hide everything from Esther, could you, Miss Jenny? She had to know why the West Wing was closed up. I know they were for me. I know they were. Miss Jenny. Oh, don't scare me like that, creeping up on me. Miss Jenny, haven't you heard a word I've been saying? Heard every word, every word. I can hear. I know what goes on. No. No, you can't hear anything when you don't look at me should have realized. How long have you been reading lips, Miss Jennings? I can hear, I tell you. There's nothing wrong with me. Of course. You've always been deaf. Even as a child. That was why you said people always shouted at you. You could tell they were shouting from the way the muscles in the throat strained. Just as you can tell when I'm speaking loudly. Or oh, Mrs. Graydon. And that was your secret. That was what you didn't want anyone to find out. But he loved me in spite of that. He didn't care about me being deaf. He told me so. That was all it was. Just that. That was why you shut up the house. Because you didn't want anyone to ever know. Oh, Miss Jenny. You know, I'm not a fool. Esther closed up the house. Hmm? It wasn't me. She said we had to. There wasn't any more money. And she sent the servants away, too. Esther? I was sick when it happened, so I didn't have anything to say about it. And when I got better, he, he'd gone. Miss Jenny? You've got nice eyes, young man. He had nice eyes, too. Why did he leave me? I... I don't think he wanted to, Miss Jenny. But he never said goodbye. He just went away. You'll come back and see me sometimes, won't you? I don't want the others. They always made fun of me and called me dummy. Yes, Miss Jenny. I'll come and visit with you as often as you like. Will you? I promise. What's your name, young man? Brian. Brian Duncan McGregor. This was James. James Marshall Falk. Miss Jenny, you were the one he loved. Was I? Truly? Truly. You were the one, Miss Jenny. I should have known all along it was, Miss Esther. But even tonight, when I saw the lights still on in that upstairs room, I... I couldn't understand what it meant. The light was still on. I don't see what you mean. She opened the door immediately that, and yet the light was on in that upstairs room. That means it must have been on since we were there the other night. Now, if Miss Jenny had known about the light in that room, remember I told you I'd flicked the switch in the hall only once, Mm -hmm. she would have made sure it was turned off that night after we'd left. Now, Miss Jenny really believes that the west wing is completely closed and that the lights have been turned off. But she took so long to open the door the other night. Don't you remember? She said she'd seen us coming up the walk. From a downstairs window as easily as from one upstairs. And she simply hadn't chosen to open the door. That was all. Of course, that should have told me immediately she was deaf. The fact that she'd seen us coming, not hers knocking. I don't know how I missed it. You saw yourself. Sometimes she would answer questions directly. Other times, when she was looking away, she wouldn't seem to hear her at all. I put it down to age. But I don't see why her being deaf should make any difference. Well, don't you understand it? It explains how it was done. It explains how one sister could kill him without the other sister knowing it. First of all, Miss Jenny was sinking back with accuracy. Secondly, she couldn't hear anything. I expect Miss Esther sent the servants away before she invited Mr. Fox up to her father's room. Footprints we saw in the hall were Miss Esther's. She must have visited the room regularly up to the time she went into the hospital. The dust is filling them in now. But... Miss Esther was always so squeegee. She she couldn't stand the sight of blood. Or she couldn't kill anyone. She didn't. She simply locked him in. That explains the broken glass on the window. Locked the door? But but he would have screamed. Yes, he would have screamed. For days. Even for weeks. But who was there to hear? No one. Except of course Miss Esther. Do you... Do you think he's still up there? Yes, I had thought of trying to find out. There must be a key to room somewhere in the house. But I... I changed my mind. What good would it do now? The light in the room is out. I, I went up to the hall and turned it off before I left. Someday we'll know, for certain. Until then, let's pretend it was all a story. Just the fancy of a curious bone... Dr. McGregor and the Case of the Curious Bone, a play by Betty Lambert.